my friend and badass, badass human being. It is your friend, Megan Miller, founder and creator of the Intentional Living Method, creator and host of this podcast right here, Tension to Intention Tribe, TEDx and global speaker. And behind all that, what I want you to know is I am someone that has struggled my entire life with this crippling, crippling, high-functioning anxiety, thinking it's just who I was, these thoughts running rampant through my mind, becoming addicted to the validation from the outside world that I was worthy and good and not having any pulse on who I was, what I wanted until I had a mental breakdown at the ripe old age of 38 on the busiest highway in Philadelphia. And after that breakdown, took me eight years of learning these self-talk and mindset hacks and these micro moments that we make in micro decisions that I am sharing with you, my friend, these tried and tested tangible tools so you don't need to exist, so you can live, so you can put your heart's work out into the world in a way that feels right to you because you are too damn special not to. Welcome to Attention to Intention. Hello, my friends. It is uh, January 7th. I am, I took some time away. I am at the beach. I am looking right now at some sun and some sand. And here's what I want you to know. If you are feeling unmotivated, which is everything this episode is built on because I'm struggling with it myself and I feel like this whole social world fluffing amplifies it. If you are feeling unmotivated, here's your permission slip to change the scenery. You don't have to go to a damn beach. You don't need to go to a five-star hotel. You can just switch rooms in your damn home where you do your work. You can, I had a girlfriend tell me this once, and I absolutely love this, that she created this fake commute for herself. And what she did was she left her house. She walked outside. She sometimes I walk to the mailbox. Sometimes I just go for a little quick stroll. But I walk in through another door and it it sets my mindset to get ready for work. And I thought that was the coolest thing. Has anyone watched Lessons in Chemistry? Oh, my God. Do yourself a solid and watch it on Apple TV. It is all about life and how you cannot plan it and the beauty in the tough moments and the joy and just the journey of it and women empowering women. And as I sat there and I watched the last episode of this little mini series with tears in my eyes multiple times about the power and the gift that us women have, that we can see things in each other that we can't see in ourselves. And there's something so beautiful about who you surround yourself with the conversations you have and is it empowering you or disempowering you when you get damn intentional on the rooms you stand in it unleashes something within you and I want to gift that to you in a way that I needed for so damn long and I feel that in our busy worlds the first thing that goes is our sacred space for us to hear ourselves to answer what do I want to do it with a tribe of women so we're not doing it alone and to get tools tools tangible damn tools to step into your power and what feels right to you. And that is one of the many reasons that I've created Empower Her Circles. Get yourself a seat at our table. We are launching our first 
virtual gathering will be on January 25th. So I need you to sign up before then. We have a limited number of seats. You can go to Megan-Miller.com, M-E-G-A-N-M-I-L-L-E-R.com, and you will see the Empower Hurls, uh, what do you call that little scroll at the top? Click on that. You can find out more information. You are too damn special not to do this. And I want to give you a place to step into your damn power. I hope to see you there. One of the things, and this is one of the reasons that uh, I decided to record this episode to you all, all on if you are feeling unmotivated and this trick in order to help you feel motivated and get out of your damn brain, because I've really been struggling with this. And I've had many conversations with friends this past couple, this past week on really feeling unmotivated. And I think this is the first year in a long time that I can remember of not feeling excited to start a new year, of kind of feeling like crap in my body, feeling tired, feeling blah, not feeling motivated. And our so- social world will fuffin amplify everyone feeling like they are ahead of you. Everyone feeling like they have these this great momentum and you thinking to yourself, what the fuck? Am I missing something? Why can't I get my shit together? And here's what I want you to know. It is the, well, today's the seventh. So it's the seventh of the damn new year. Give yourself a beat. Give yourself a little grace. You will find your footing. You will find your rhythm. You always have and you always will. So I want to share with you this tool that I did uh, with myself a few days ago. And it felt I felt lighter on the other end of it. I felt like, holy shit, I do have my own back. I do. I have done more than I give myself credit for. And I will find my rhythm. I always have and I always will. And one of the reasons that I want to share this with you is that, you know, our world, and I really struggle with this myself, in social media, man, it can feel that everyone's ahead of you. And you can feel that you are constantly hustling at a speed that is exhausting. Just this morning, as I'm sitting in my robe, as I'm sitting in front of the fireplace, as I'm making a moment for me, I thought to myself, man, it is really exhausting to live in my head. Anyone else feel like that? Anyone else? Michael and I laugh and we talk about this all the time that my brain goes at this different speed. There are 75 tabs open at any given time. And I have a really difficult time slowing down that conversation with myself and it can feel exhausting. And if you are nodding your head, yes, here's what I want you to know. You are not alone and there is nothing wrong with you. There is this book that I read several years ago and it was a game changer in my life, which is built just around this, this exhaustion that can come in life as you are hustling harder to the next thing. And whatever that looks like for me for so long, it was my career. But maybe for you, it's this battle around your body and your weight. Maybe it's around relationships. Maybe it's around money. Maybe it's oh, maybe it is around your career and it can feel exhausting. And the person that you never give credit to 
as you are hustling up this ladder that never ends because it is you versus you. You know, you get the thing, you satiate on it for a hot minute, and then it's the next thing. And then it's the next thing. And then it's the next thing. So whether it's losing the 10 pounds, whether it's getting X amount of money in the bank account, whether it's closing the client, whether it's the kitchen renovation, whether it's the new nice car, whether it's the fancy handbag, whatever it is, it satiates you for a minute and then you're on to the next thing. And this book that I read that I would love for you to gift yourself, it's called Gap in the Game. I will link it in the show notes below. It was so powerful in talking about when you are looking at your life and how you show up every day, are you coming in through the lens of looking what's in the gap, what you need to do to close that gap, the thing that you're focused on, the the next act, accolade, the next rung to climb up this ladder, or are you focused on the gain, how far you have fluffing come in your journey? Because here's what I want you to know. We hear this online all the damn time. And sometimes when you hear stuff like this, so often it loses its credibility. You think, yeah, yeah, blah, blah. But there is a version of you that would be so damn proud of where you are today. It is true. And this practice will help you do this. So I want you to grab a piece of pen and paper. It doesn't need to be anything fancy or fun. You can even use the notes in your phone if you want to. Personally, I love pen to paper. Um, I have always loved to write. But if you are not a writer, if you think I don't even like to write, I don't like pen to paper. Here's what I want you to know. It's not about writing. It's about who you get to know in the process. And that's you. So you don't need to like to write in order to do this practice. So what I want you to do is grab a piece of pen and paper. And I want you to write down on one side of that paper, I want you to write down these six words and give yourself some space in between. Health, relationships, career, spirituality, self-worth, and finances. Health, relationships, career, spirituality, self-worth, finances. Those are the six main drawers of your life. For those of you that have been a part of our tribe for a while, you've heard me talk about these drawers of our life, and it is so true. You can get focused in one drawer of your life, and the anxiety comes, this overwhelm, this feeling unmotivated when you've put focus, you know, where your attention goes, where your energy goes, that, that, that's your actions follow, right? So for me, for so long, it was my career. And all these other drawers of my life were empty. My health came on the back burner, relationships with friends and romantically, spirituality. I had no idea what it, that da- what that drawer even looked like. Self-worth, oh my God, I was ridden with fear. Um, not knowing myself, not trusting myself, not even giving myself a chance to hear myself and finances. So when you look at these six main drawers of your life, I want you to put on that other side of the paper. So your one side, you have your health, relationships, career, spirituality, self-worth, finances, the drawers. And then on the other side of the piece of paper, I want you to put what you've done in these drawers of your life. To date can be the past year, can be the year before that. Doesn't matter, just you've done more 
than you give yourself credit for. And if you are struggling thinking, well, Meg, I don't even know. It's January. It's in the beginning of January. I'm thinking about New Year, New Me. Before we can talk about what you want to do in the year ahead, we got to take a moment and celebrate how far you've both and come. And I don't care if you did some of this stuff at the end of 2023. Doesn't matter. Do it again. Because if you are feeling unmotivated, doesn't matter what happened in the past two weeks, two months, two years, two hours. This is a great grounding practice to realize how much you've shown up and you've had your own damn back. And you, my friend, will have your own back into this year ahead. And so on what I want you to do is grab your phone then. like, So if you're struggling thinking, well, Meg, I don't even know what I did this past year. I want you to grab your phone and I want you to look through your pictures. I want you to look through your pictures. I want you to go back to January of 2023. And I want you to just scroll through your pictures. And if there's anything that you see that hits one of these drawers, I want you to look at it. For me, one of the things that I saw that I loved where there were so many pictures of sunsets in my phone this year, and it let me know my spirituality drawer was becoming more full. I was putting more attention to it because I was aware of the beauty of the things around me. My self-worth, one of the things that has become a ritual in my life is creating space to ask myself those four questions every day before I let the rest of the world in. And I keep that promise to myself. If you're intrigued on those four questions, I want you to go to Megan-Miller.com. You'll see a pop-up that says, what do you want for your life? Sign up there. You'll receive the download to ask yourself those four questions. You can do it in five minutes, three minutes, 10 minutes. Doesn't matter the time. It matters the action. Finances. I am so damn proud of myself in this drawer. When I did this, I had written down that my emotional spending, I feel like I've gotten a grasp on that. And that really started with putting shit in the Amazon cart for 24 hours, asking myself if I really need this. You know, just this morning I was walking Stella and I was thinking to myself, at 40, there is something so freeing that I don't place an emphasis on the new trendy things that I once did. So for instance, I was just talking to Michael last night about wanting to buy these pair of jeans. And it was a ridiculous amount of money for jeans. And then afterwards I thought to myself, nah, I don't want it. I don't, I don't want it. And then I bought myself a, a, a pair of jeans that was half the price. And I thought, I'm going to try these on for size. Because... I feel that the more that I've done these practices, these things, I feel more rooted in myself and it's not about the thing. So how, how have you gotten a hold of your finances? I don't care if it's the fact that you don't go for the Starbucks every day. You went from four days to three days. I don't care how small it is. What have you done in the drawer of finances? Um, career. You know, one of the things that I have loved this year in my spiritual practice has been Focusing on not so much the achievement, but the people, the quality of communication that I've had showing up with kindness, not what can I get out of this conversation. And there's a past version of me that would have lost sight in all of that into the achievement. My health. While at this moment, I'm feeling a little blah, 
uh, for those of you following me on Instagram, you know that I split my pants the other week. So if you're feeling a little bull like I am, uh, you know, here's what here's what I want you to know that you will get back in it. You have, you always will. But this year I ran a half marathon. I totally lost sight of that until I look through my phone and my cameras and I ran it without training. And I'll never forget that Michael had said to me, you can quit. You don't have to do this. And I said, no, because I don't care about what time it takes. I was the full and almost the last one. Women that were like twice my age finished ahead of me. And it wasn't about where I finished in the line. It was keeping the promise to myself. So all I want you to do, my friend, is just grab the phone, look at your calendar. If you're a calendar junkie like me, just scroll through it and see what you did this year. And where does it fit into the drawer of life? Because recognition is such a gift. Now, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take that same process. So I want you on the flip side of that piece of paper to write the drawers on one side, your health, your relationships, your career, your spirituality, your self-worth, your finances. And on in the middle of it, I want you to think of it like a gas gauge. Are you full? Are you half? Are you empty? And then I want you to leave space. For a third column, which is what do you want that drawer to look like? I just did this the other day. I stopped doing resolutions several years ago because it felt, I don't know, overwhelming. I wasn't really into it and I was half tuned on. But the time I said it, I would feel like I had to say something and said something. And then I never took action on it and I felt like shit about myself. So if you feel that same way about resolutions, this is a much better practice to begin to answer that question. What do I want? What do I want? Where am I right now? And what's my intention for this year ahead? There's something very freeing that comes with it. So the other day when I did this same practice, I thought to myself, no wonder I'm feeling unmotivated. My the gas gauge on my health is low. The gas gauge on my finances is low. I'm feeling some anxiety about what I need to contribute to the household in the year ahead. I'm feeling a little anxiety on what we spent over the holidays. I'm feeling this sort of pressure to recoup our finances. So that drawer is feeling a little low. My health is feeling low. Um, you know, my spirituality, I feel that I haven't been as present in these practices. I feel like I'm sort of going through the motions. So I feel that I need to recreate them. And there is something so powerful about looking at this and thinking, oh my God, no wonder, no wonder I'm feeling blah. No wonder I'm feeling overwhelmed. No wonder I'm feeling like just screw this whole damn thing because three out of my six drawers, I'm low on the gas just because of the holidays and the time of year. And quite frankly, all of December, I took, I took time off from this shit. And so I say that to say, do this practice, do this practice, see where you are feeling empty. And then I want you to make one small commitment in one drawer every day. So for instance, my commitment to myself today was to fill my health drawer a little bit. I want to take Stella for a walk 
on the beach and I want to put my phone down and I want to be truly present. So whether that's walk as 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever I can fit in, that is my promise to myself to help fill that drawer. So a few moments ago, I was talking about these four questions that I started to ask myself several years ago, and it really set the foundation for my day. I not going right to the phone. Do you know, I just heard this the other day. Sean Anchor has this great TEDx talk out. You have to look it up if you're a Sean, if you if you're a TEDx fan, all about, you know, the happiness. What is it? Finding more of it. And did you know that if you look on social feeds for a minute, you watch the news for a minute, you check your email for a minute, it will impact you for the next six to seven hours. That's a da- almost a full damn work day, my friend, with what you watch for one minute, one minute. So getting intentional on putting that phone down, I got a bathroom phone charger and it was the best thing for me. You don't even need a dedicated bathroom phone charger. Just put your phone somewhere at night where it is away from you. I'll tell you, I had a girlfriend do this and she said, Meg, as a family, we started putting our phones in the kitchen when we go to bed. And she said, I will tell you, I wake up and I am not such a bitch to my husband, to my kids, her words, not mine. And I feel so much more mentally aware and prep to take on the day because I sleep better. And I think, God, that is so damn powerful. So for me, it was putting the phone away from me at night. So when I would get up, yes, I I still use it as my alarm. So I have to go to the bathroom to get up. It forces me to stop snoozing. But yet it also, I also put it down and I go and I ask myself these four questions before I let the rest of the world in. And here they are. Question number one, how am I feeling today and why? It sounds simple, but when was the last time you actually stopped and paused and asked yourself how you're feeling? And there's something very freeing about when you release it on paper. You can do this in however you want. You can do it on an Excel sheet. You can do it on your phone, in the notes app. You can write it on pen and paper with a little journal, whatever feels right to you. Question number two that I ask myself, what's one small act of kindness I can do for someone else? It's a powerful gift. It's a powerful gift. Question number three that I ask myself, what is one small micro step in one drawer of my life that I'm feeling depleted? That is where these drawer of life exercise comes into play because it gives you the foundation to pick one small thing, one small thing, one commitment in one drawer that'll bring you joy and begin to answer, you know, what do I want? And the courage to go after it. And the, and the commitment to it. So for me today, it was about health and it was about taking Steli for a little walk outside so I can feel the sun on my face, get out from behind the phone and go and take a walk. And I've had you all tell me that you put this drawer of life either on your bathroom mirror, you put the drawer of life on your nightstand or your bedside table, you put the drawers of life um, in a little journal, whatever feels right to you, my friend, there's no wrong way to do it. And then the final question that I ask myself, what are three things I'm grateful for? Because here's the thing. You can't be grateful and pissed off at the world at the same time. You can't. Try it. And if you want to download these questions, again, just go to Megan-Miller.com. What do you want for your life? will pop up. You can download these questions. There's no wrong way to do it, my friend. Take what feels right. Here's giving yourself a beat, my friend you will find your footing. You always have. 
and you always will. Thank you, thank you, thank you for making the time to be here, for listening to these words, for taking action in whatever way feels right to you. If this message, if this episode meant something to you, please share it with your tribe. One of my favorite things to do is do text chain with podcast, with content, with uh, social handles that move us and move me and being able to share it with my tribe. Man, there is enough negativity going around. How about we share some positivity with each other and encouragement? Please also too, if you can rate the podcast, if you can um, subscribe to it, it really helps in spreading our community. My friend, here is to putting attention to intention. I'll see you next time, my friend. Until then, carry on with intention. Mwah.